you know a spot. But not just a spot. The spot. Actually, with the all-new Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the all-new 2022 Nissan Frontier. With standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-foot of torque. Hello, this is Father Louis Skurdy with Friends of the Word. I'm sharing a spiritual reflection on the fourth Sunday of Easter. I'll be traveling and for the Sunday itself, and I'm celebrating Mass in Hoboken on Saturday evening. Confessions, Mass, and celebration of Mass. Uh, so I figured in preparation for that event, I would like to share some of the thoughts on this Vocation Sunday, Good Shepherd Sunday, and Mother's Day. Mm, that's quite a combination. I guess the greatest vocation God has placed into the world, creation, is parenthood. Uh, I think that's very important, and we're going to focus on mothers for a second. Mothers' roles, I swear, are like God's roles. I mean, they take care, they nurture, and they also can be like the devil's roles. So we're going to talk on the positive aspects of motherhood for a second. And we got an indication of motherhood. Of course, we, we have to look at Mary, mother of Jesus. She trusted, she trusted God. We don't know her personality. Um, I, I don't think she was a demure, wearing blue kind of woman over in the corner. No, I think she was a strong woman who knew her role as it got defined each day as she learned about who her son was. Yes, she had these visions from the angel, and yes, she had the revelation from Simeon and so on, and probably the preparation for the seven dollars early in her life. But really, did it all get fulfilled while Jesus was growing? I don't think so. I think it fulfilled, as the scriptures indicate, the apostles were filled with the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit came, it all came, I think, even to Mary. And Mary then looks back on her life and she shares it probably with Luke who has most of the Marian stories we know and she shares aspects of her relationship with God the Creator the angels and her son and she was protecting her son she traveled with her son I think of my own niece who travels all over the world literally all over the world sometimes throughout the country with her son Alec, who plays soccer. So, so not that Jesus was playing soccer, but he traveled and she traveled with him. She followed him. She was his best cheerleader, you might say. Now we're talking about Mary, not Kim, but I think Kim is also Alec's best cheerleader. But that's what mothers are all about. It's sad when you hear about mothers who abuse, or mothers who abandon, mothers who abort, that, that not only said, it's, it's, a, it's a detriment to life. So we, we're not going to focus on that. We pray for those people, for their enlightenment, and they can look to Mary as a guide as to how to love their children, their spouses, and their family life, and how to appreciate it by just counting your blessings. So we, we're here on Vocation Sunday, 
the church determined that this Good Shepherd Sunday, in which Jesus talks about being the, the Good Shepherd, who hears his sheep, key word here, and I think vocations. Let's talk vocations of the priesthood and religious life, first of all. I was having dinner with some friends the other day here in Clearwater, Florida, and they wanted to know all about how I became a priest, and I get visions, and that I get the sign of God, and all that good stuff. I shared with them a little story that happened to me when I was in the eighth grade. It was the Feast of the Immaculate Conception. I had gone shopping, shopping with my mother for Christmas gifts, and we had the day off, and she b bought me a, an album, Harry Simeon Chorale. And that particular album just struck me, and there was one sound of the voice of the angels, paraphrasing the scriptures, and that sort of affected me, and it got me turned on to God in a very special way. I was never a saint, got expelled a few times in high school, in grammar school, it was with the Filipino sisters, so they loved me and I loved them, no problems there. And even in the seminary, you know, I had my ups and downs. And all of it, I, I thought, I think, I stayed faithful to God, but more so, God stayed faithful to me. And Mary stayed my patron. She watched over me, just like she watched over her son, who went off a few times. So, as we appreciate our vocations, I reflected with this family that I, I love being a priest. Love preaching, I love ministering, love my years at William Patterson University and DePaul High School before that. I love working with the students, ministering to, to the public. And something comes out in both scriptures today from Acts and of course re reiterated in Revelation how God comforts his people and wipes every tear from their eyes. I'm, not sp I'm speaking about myself, but all priests do this. Wipe the tears from people's eyes. And I think that's key. The tears that come from confession, the tears that come at the wakes, the tears that come with joy and the tears that come with sorrow. A vocation is, I think, an experience of trust, religious vocation and, and priesthood. Uh, a ministry of trust. And it's amazing how people trust the priests. Maybe now in our current environment, last few years, there's been a little bit of uh, skepticism. But those who held on to their faith, priests and lay people, know the role is significant. To be able to be in the presence of someone who opens their hearts to you, to be in the presence of someone who says, pray for me. I, I know we all can pray to God ourselves, but sometimes people entrust that responsibility and that joy to their priests in a special way. And our job is to minister and to, and to present to God the Father our prayers and nourishment, bread and wine from the earth, in order to be blessed back with the body of his son Jesus. And we're supposed to be Alta Christies. So all my years as a priest, and it's been quite a few, um, I've enjoyed them. only one experience I didn't like and it was my first six months of ministry. I loved being at, at uh, Pope Pius High School. Hated, I can't say anything more horrible, living with the priests I lived with. And they were a, a terrible bunch of guys. And by the way, they were all gone, out of the ministry, and 
disgraced. I didn't know why they were so angry and so upset, but they weren't good people, pure and simple. But that's six months out of 40-something years. And every priest I've come in contact with, we may have had discussions and disagreements and likes and dislikes, but none of them affected me as that negative experience in those first six months. But I hung on. I had friends, I had faith, and I had my confessor, and I hung on because I knew my ministry wasn't them, my ministry was Jesus. And I'm saying this in the very personal um, information because uh, priests don't have it easy. I chose my ministry and all the various aspects of my ministry as an artist, as a therapist, as a teacher and all that good stuff. I chose that uh, and God ushered me along. And I have to say, Mary, the mother of God, really watched over me as I made every new step. Sometimes, I was doubting, not my ministry, but my next step, but always go back to Jesus' words, and I invite you to do that as well. Your will be done. Once you get that in your hearts and heads, you bite the bullet and go forward, and the Lord is with you, especially the Holy Spirit. So my ministry has been great. I encourage any, right now we're still in the, in the young men phase of, of ministry, the male phase of ministry. Someday, maybe women, but I'm not going to go there. It's not my role as a theologian or a papal leader. But right now, I can encourage you to, to, to enjoy life as much as I do as a priest and enjoy ministry. The trust, the bonds, the, the awesome responsibility of taking the bread and wine and consecrating it with the words of Jesus the awesome responsibility of all of the sacraments. It's a great life. I sound like a, an ad, but why not? I'm proud of what I do, and I'm glad I do what I do, and I'm happy that Mary, the mother of God, chose her vocation as being the mother of Jesus, and he called me and all the priests of the world, and hopefully each day I respond more clearly and better and better. This is Vocation Sunday, Mother's Day, and we're still in the season of Easter. And of course, the scriptures today tell us that Jesus wants to be with us. He wipes every tear from our eyes and he invites us to follow him. All of us, lay, married, single, priest, religious, all of us. We're invited to follow Jesus. One more thing I have to say. We're people. Jesus was a people. You know as well as I do that sometimes our wills get in the way of God's will in our lives. And when we read about the, the negativity, the hardships, the abuse of Christians, of Catholics especially throughout the world, we get angry. We want to be vengeful. But that's us. That's not Jesus in us. We follow the voice of the Good Shepherd saying, you hear my voice and I hear your voice. So we've got to always access the voice of the Good Shepherd in our lives. And as much as we can, talk with his voice. Now, we don't have to be saints. We're called to be saints, but we're not floating. We're not in heaven. We're here on earth. And a good saint like Padre Pio, he went through hardships. He was ups and downs. He was closed off from the church for a while. He couldn't do public services. He, he had to be hidden. But... God stuck with him. He stuck with God. And I love his phrase, worry is useless. Why worry? Pray. And that's what he did. 
and of course he was exonerated and he was held up as an example of faith in the church. And I recently heard a presentation on Padre Pio from one of his spiritual sons, so it's fresh in my memory. And his vocation was to hear the word of God, live it, preach it, share it. All of us as Catholics are called to do the same thing. This is Vocation Sunday. Live up to your vocation, whatever it is. And you're going to make mistakes. Ask for forgiveness and reconcile and go back on track. Mothers, God bless you. You have shoulders bigger than your husband's, I'm sure, the way you can bear everything. And God blessed you with a special vocation to give life and continue his ministry of flourishing the earth. Thank you. This has been Father Louis Skirty with Friends of the Word on Vocation Sunday, Good Shepherd Sunday, and Happy Mother's Day. God bless you. Let me hear from you. Father Lou Skirty at Hotmail.com know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the all-new Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the all-new 2022 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-foot of torque. T-Mobile is your new choice in coverage and value, and we've got an exclusive offer for your town. Introducing the Hometown Discount. Switch to T-Mobile and you get 25% off qualifying new lines for life. That's 25% off unlimited talk, text, and data for the life of your plan. Head to T-Mobile and save big today. At participating stores for a limited time, visit T-Mobile.com slash hometown discount. Discount stops if you cancel lines. Heavy data users and customers on lower prioritized plans may notice lower speeds during congestion due to data prioritization. Video typically streams at 40p.